1: It is the Anfield Rapper with Neil Atkinson, Paul Senior, David Lynch and Rob Gutman. We are here today to talk about basically Liverpool's next four, maybe even next five might come into the shake-up. Uh, Liverpool against Newcastle, Napoli, Chelsea and MK Dons. The managers talked of changes in these forthcoming games. I'm going to ask each of these gentlemen to pick a team, start doing it in your own mind as well for each of those four games and imagine Liverpool getting their way through it. We're not going to do the goalkeeper, it all depends upon fitness. And then we're going to have a little chat about uh, the trademark discussion, which is rumbling on, uh, but we probably won't come to that. In towards the very end of the show. We are going to start off with what is exciting. And what is exciting is the fact that Liverpool are going to play again, Paul, and that they're going to get themselves into into the the, the meat of the season, really. This is where the manager began to make one or two changes uh, last season. Uh, what are you expecting this?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it's nice. Firstly, nice to be looking forward to football at the, uh, at the weekend again. The amount of Anfield Rock contributors texting me over the weekend saying... What are you doing with your weekend? Because I am bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are, are, do you fancy a pint or something? Because this is just not right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward, I mean, looking forward to the game. It's 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 obviously because things are so good at Liverpool at the moment. It's it's always nice to watch them first and foremost, and they are worth looking forward to. Um, but yeah, with uh, the game, the games on the horizon there are four for very interesting months. All, all different tasks are sort of team fighting for relegation, a team that we struggled against last year, someone that you would say is a rival in Chelsea and then an opportunity to rotate MK Don to four, four different challenges and I don't think, you know, we were just talking off air briefly about what we'd all do and I think we're all in reasonably different boats so I was saying that I would go very strong versus Newcastle and you're saying I'm mad. So it, I'm not it, saying you're mad. I'm just... <laughs> I, like, I think the manager may end up agreeing
1: with you and I think that we can do this sort of stuff and what I always imagine with this, in fact, I'll go to David on this, is that they have these sorts of conversations in Melwood but ultimately, as the football match gets closer and closer, the manager gets more and more conservative and thinks, I just need to go with my boys because I just need to get a result. In exactly the same way, going back historically, the number of times you've watched a manager make a load of changes for the game and then basically get Gerard on as quickly as possible. Because as soon as you're actually playing the match, you're desperate to win the match because you're, that's the competitive instinct. And I think that's what we see here. But right now, it wouldn't surprise me if there are conversations in Melwood around how do we manage everyone's legs, not just for this run of games, but with an eye on how quick we want them to be in January and February, because that's where it didn't work last season. But then obviously, of course, it's, as well, you could have the team written out for Newcastle on the board in Melwood, but then it's
0: best laid plans, isn't it? Someone comes Someone back the yep. international break, got an injury. Someone's not looking that good in training. Someone's a little bit off it. So then, yeah, you probably do get more conservative as it gets closer, I think. But equally for this one, I just think he will have in the back of his mind, particularly this first one against Newcastle. When else do you make changes if it's not for this, for the 12.30 at home against Newcastle, a team that are probably not going to be up there this season? You know, when else do you give the likes of Shakira's game?
1: Um, we'll come on to the specifics in a minute, Rob. Mm. I want to talk about last season in that mm. it's practically perfect in every way. Liverpool put a phenomenal run in, and in December, I remember we went to Wolves, and the Liverpool manager came out afterwards and he said, "If it takes 105 points, we can get 105 points." Mm. Liverpool's fitness around the time of Leicester at home, uh, West Ham away. You can argue another couple of games, possibly, in February. Liverpool's fitness uh, begins to dwindle, I think, a little bit. It comes back strong. They have the, the the use of the breaks. They create almost a mini winter break for themselves. But it is worth pointing out that if there's an area to improve upon last season, it's how fit lads are, not in December, but how fit they are in January and February.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't know if, the, if that narrative is correct if it's to do with fitness. I mean, Leicester... They, Leic- were,
1: they were fucked.
3: Yeah, but Leicester comes after they've had a big break. It's rhythm yeah. as much as fit. I mean, Le- Leicester's a weird one because of the, oh, it's, it's the snow and hail. I agree. It looks like we've got no moves in, in a phase of the game where you wanted us to go up again. It's easy to say that can be fitness, but that can also be psychological. They they are, I mean, Leicester comes after a, a, a decent break. He's, he's taking them on warm weather training. Yeah. They should have been buoyant, but there's always the risk that they're knocked out of rhythm. And I think the pr- I think the, the problem we've had in the last two or three Januaries is the being knocked out of rhythm. I think it's no accident in those December runs has happened the last two seasons, hasn't it? Into the Christmas phase, we've done pretty well. But I think okay,
1: that's because he points the entire fitness plan at be as good as you can in December. I genuinely think if you watch them, I think they peak through into December and then there is a natural and understandable fall off because we put all of our eggs towards this run, which we've decided is really important. Now we haven't got the luxury of that in that January becomes, all right, there's fewer games and that's maybe the difference. But January is as important as December, as is February, because Manchester City are going to get 100 points.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're in a no points dropping scenario. So, So it's... I don't don't know the science. We're speculating about science, which is really, really hard to gauge because, you know, you say, it feels to me a little bit too idiosyncratic to sort of glean that... By resting at certain stage, stage we got, we got maximum fitness in December. It waned off in late Jan fair, but then came back in spades in April. I don't know if you can calibrate it quite like that. I think the general point that you have to find time to rest legs is there. And I think doing that without knocking players out of rhythm is the but, greater test.
1: But what I think, Rob, is that you go back and you, for instance, I think the breaks that they have in January and, and then in February help them Ensure effectively for the, be for, for the latter part of the season. You could be right. My point is, is that you've. I think that adds to the argument of this is a season round thing, that this isn't just the idea of you know you you, you get one big break in and then it gets fixed again. You're like a mini mini middle mm. season pre-season. I think it's the idea that for us for, for in this English football and what we've got to deal with, I think they've got to be on this all the way through the season. I'm sure they already are. I just wonder if they may be a little a little bit more rotation-y now than they were last season. I think season.
3: so. I yeah, I think so. The, the squad's that bit bigger. There's there's important players back fit, uh, uh, Chamberlain and hopefully eventually Kaita. I think and there's a, there's a Brewster potentially coming back into the mix. There's players reborn to a degree like a Regi. I think there is more of. A, I actually think what the latter stage of last season showed in some pivotal games: Newcastle away, the Barcelona game, uh, and the final winning of the Champions League that the squad was able to get Liverpool over the line as much as a first 11. Then it was a really con- important contribution from the squad. And I think he will look to use the squad more gratuitously than he did before. And that's why I'm more, inc- although I can go with a conservative one, which is Champions League final team, just, just fucking beat Newcastle and get that out of the way. I do get the idea the parallel idea that this is one to maybe give Shakira a game maybe uh, maybe want to drop Fabinho out and bring Oxley-Chamberlain in I don't know
2: I think I think the concern and that is is that if everyone treats Newcastle that way they're, they're going to give someone a bloody nose and we've we've had evidence of that already with, with what happened to Tottenham um the, my 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 big bigger picture look at this is obviously um is is the strength of the Champions League qualifying group, and that that's what's different this year to last, is that I'm sure he feels like he can treat um, Genk and Salzburg. Salzburg almost like League Cup games, whereas last year with Paris Saint Germain, Napoli got and, beaten Belgrade, and and, and of course he gets beaten Belgrade. Belgrade just seems a harder place to go as well. You know, you talk the pictures you see of Belgrade with the flares and everything. It was never going to be a, a battle of laughs with this. I'm I'm not trying not not trying to really diminish the opponents we've got this year, but it seems a more qualification in the Champions League seems a more straightforward task. So I'm away. really
1: looking forward to the bloody nose that Salzburg is going to give Paul <laughs> Senior. <laughs> they, they run I, you know Paul they yeah, really I, run.
2: I, I understand that, but Liverpool they love running. Liverpool have won pretty much every game since March. Oh yeah yeah, and are playing the best football of pretty much any Premier League team. I ever. agree with so. You. But I'm I'm Mo Salah I'm Mo Salah uh, Paul and I don't want you to rest
1: me against Genk and Salzburg because I want to be top scorer in the Champions League. Go fuck yourself.
2: Yeah, but he certainly doesn't want you
1: to. (laughs) He doesn't speak like that. Well, I'm just saying.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, doesn't chat
1: to Paul Senior either, Dave. (laughs) If we really want to get realistic, and maybe he would start speaking like that if he talked to Paul Senior more often.
2: (laughs) Go on. (laughs) No, he he wants to be the Golden Boot winner again as well, and I'm sure that that's equally as important to him. I think
1: he wants to play every game. Does he not want to win the Premier League more? No, I think he wants to win every. I, I think that. So for instance, I think that Salah wants to play every game so I think you become your question is how so I, I think in amongst all of this your question is, much, is as much how do you look after Salah and let him hit his ambitions how do you get other people to do his running for him do you change the system occasionally so he plays in a different position do you look after him via subbing him as much as the idea of you know I, I don't I don't think I think you can explain to Mo Salah the league cups the league cup I don't think you can say to Mo Salah Champions League group games are the league cup I think that's where he says no mate I'm happy to miss out against MK Dons but I'm playing against Genk
2: yeah, un- understandable. But do you, what did you enjoy more last year? Your, your two goals against, I, I don't know, fucking Belgrade? Or do you want to play in, in the Champions League final again? Yeah. So the, the way to be ready for that, Mo, is that you you don't play against Genk, you don't play against Salzburg. But we know that Manchester City are running at, what, 99 points on average for the last two years. So we need you, to be playing 38 games in the Premier League, plus the ones where it suits us in the Champions League.
0: It gets much easier to leave him out of any Champions League game as well if Liverpool just get it sorted in the first four. Yeah, Leaving him out those final two is much
1: easier if, if they're already qualified and he sees the benefit of that. So off the back of that, we're going to come on to do it all. Literally, I'm going to get you to go game by game in a minute. But David, this is one of my things as to why I think that Napoli is arguably as... If not more significant, I don't. I, I think that Napoli, if Liverpool could get off to a flyer, which would be not getting beat, it wouldn't even necessarily be winning the game. But if Liverpool could get off to a, a, a group flyer, there would be nothing. You know, I, that, that's why I wonder if we might see a stronger side against Napoli than we may elsewhere. Yeah, hundred percent. I I think I think
0: Napoli will look at and say Champions League final team because I I, do, I don't. You if you win that, you've set yourself up to win the group really really early. And the effect that that has on then your Premier League title charge and and everything else and and making your changes at MK Dons and all this talk about trophies and I think I, I think there's so much value in three points there that he will go as strong as possible.
3: I think we know there's so it's so easy to go two two very distinct directions on this and I, I don't envy the manager on it to a degree. I think it was a case that we got knocked out of our stride in the champ because of the Champions League at this stage last season. Okay, we got Paris Saint Germain out of the way, but then I think it's our second game we go to Napoli and get beat. Mm. We then, you know, we then follow that up we're not long after with the Red Star one. Also, quite frankly, actually, I'll throw the League Cup into the mix as well, even though it was it was a half first team, half reserve team. We got beat there, and I think it got us out of that winning habit. And you see us dropping points. I know that there are mitigations because we go to Chelsea and drop points. We drop points with home uh, at Arsenal, and the City games in the mix. Liverpool quietly only win two in about nine in that spell, and a lot of it's to do with this phase of not being sure how to treat cup games. I think to a degree. So the manager's got to weigh up that knowledge in his mind. And I don't think he overly rotated then, but he did have to rotate. He's got to weigh that up in his mind with degree of saying, do I keep the blinkers on for now and keep going strong? And as Paul suggested with Newcastle, maybe that's a case in point. Are we not talking about rotation though
2: in just three positions? Because we've, we've been talking for a while about, uh, he's obviously had a midfield recently, but one way you can make the odd change, like Oxlade-Chamberlain stands out in the Southampton game Um is it not? Are we only talking about Mane, Salah, and Firmino? I mean, he, st- he starts Storage versus Paris Saint Germain. Yeah, la- last year. Um,
0: Although that's only because of Firmino's, Firmino's eye injury, eye, yeah.
2: isn't it? Um, but what the the point is that w- we're strong enough to get away with it. If Virgilio goes and, and plays through the middle in Naples, that, then sh- surely we're fine there. Are we not, you know. I think Joe Gomez plays most of the Champions League group games last season. So if you if you're gonna make a change where you felt okay, Matip's in, Mattip's out. Sorry well, for the the Champions League games because we're gonna play Goma. We, we the, the thing with this Liverpool team, and I'm not trying to be a conversation killer in terms of the whole show, is that you can make no. changes um, without it. Be like in the past where you make two changes, you go fucking hell. We made two changes. That's we that. don't look like Liverpool anymore. Now we can make changes, and but, we, and it's seamless.
0: But that but then that's where we get into the conversation about. Surely you make those changes against Newcastle. I'd rather see Divock Origi leading the line against Newcastle than in Naples, which is, you know, by far your hardest Champions League fixture, and the hardest fixture you've got in that seven-day run.
2: I just think you can, but the thing is, you can't afford to get it wrong in the Premier League. Where you can't afford to get it wrong in the Champions League group, you'll get away with more in them in them six games than you will with Manchester City yeah. on your tail. And that, that's that's my point. Really, is that. You, you can tell me that Salzburg are going to tell me to fuck off. If Liverpool turn up and play well, they beat Salzburg. Oh, they do, they do. But
1: My it, point is, it won't be easy. I think that the, the, they'll leg you.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you could go to Napoli and play the first 11 anyway and get beat. Yep. We've, we've seen that, whereas I agree. The, the risk is you drop points in the Premier League and still go to Napoli and get beat, and that—that that is why I would be more inclined to rotate in the groups than in the league.
1: That's what's going through the manager's head, I suspect, Rob. But I think it's a perfectly valid yeah. point from Paul. Yeah. It's perfectly it's valid. perfectly
3: valid. You know what? And if you ask me to bet here and now, I'd, I think I'd just, just, and a Brexit like 51 to 49, <laughs> just about plump for, for saying the manager will go with the Champions League team. Or the, but I think he will genuinely wrestle with what the right thing to do is in this circumstance. And you are right, we can afford mistakes in uh, in the cup competitions. And also, the pressure's a little bit more off in the cup competitions be- because of that. So I think there's, you make one or two changes. You bring a regi in, you play with a bit more freedom. I mean, we go to Porto last year and start with yeah. a, a regi away. Um, okay, we all shit and we haul him off, but no damage is done. We're all we're already romping because we don't need... He's, he's only one of 11 players. But I can see with Newcastle, if we had a slow stuttering, knocked out of our rhythm start and we're two or three lads changed after half an hour, 45 minutes, everyone's getting a bit nervy and going, make halftime substitutions, Jürgen, right? And it, 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 I'm playing devil's advocate to a position yeah. I can go go against either way. So it's it's not... I know you're... Oh, go gone. you say what you're going to say. I just don't
0: think this <laughs> Liverpool team's like that. I just... I, At Anfield, so you make two or three changes for Newcastle. Newcastle turn up, don't have any chances because Liverpool are solid these days. And it's, you know, at worst it's nil nil after 60. And you've but got I think Salah on the bench.
1: As part of that, though, David, it's worth saying who's where. I don't think you do have Salah on the bench against Newcastle because I think I think Mane and Salah haven't gone away on international well, duty. Yeah, so, so I think, just to go through this, Mane and Salah, Salah have been here and have fully fit as far as we know. Keita is here but is recovering from injury. Shakiri didn't go away on international duty. Milner's been here as well. I think that covers broadly speaking everyone. Matip doesn't go away on international duty. Uh, so he stays in the. Lalana. Uh, he stays here. Lalana will have been here as well. And it does get to a bit of a point where if you are... And it might be that the manager doesn't like the order of games and he will end up playing safe, but there is a bit of a point, a bit of a conclusion here, Rob, where... If you are Shakiri and you are Alana and you are playing Newcastle at home, you're getting to the sort of point, the crux, where you can say, "Well, when am I playing? Because yeah. I don't expect to play away at Chelsea. Um, I don't expect to get away at Chelsea. I don't expect to get away at Napoli. Is it really just MK Dons? And I think that that becomes a bit of a conversation as well.
3: I do think he has to bear. That. I mean, his his main duty is to is to the winning, right? Uh, and uh, and fuck the consequence, well, not fuck the consequences, but those those other considerations are slightly secondary. Having said that, I think the the point about Saramane not playing over international weekend means it's actually imperative they play against Newcastle because otherwise you can knock them out of rhythm. So I think when we're talking about rotation, I don't think we're talking about rotation to those two What? so that's not even an issue. Firmino is a genuine possibility because... And Fabinho. And Fabinho. But Fabinho may not have played minutes, but but yes, he will have trapped. The expectation is he will play. Yeah, I, I mean, Klopp was forced to play the Brazilians in previous, in bygone years, when they're putting them on planes with Man City players and arriving two hours or having half, half a night's sleep before the game. Which you still imagine has happened. Yeah, but I think I think this time I think if he, I think there is this, whilst Paul I think I I'm big, I'm wavering all over the show here changing my I'm mind really every, every, every every five I seconds like I'm like that the, I like I
1: hope you like the listener
3: I am like, like that guy in the fast show <laughs> you know, he went with every every last sentence he heard I suppose I, I, I'm going to find a really narrow halfway house a really narrow compromise which says I think he could make just the one change and it could be Bobby Firmino That's what I feel. Because, yeah. uh, and Bobby Firmino you would appease you would appease the uh, the squad by bringing Origi in. It's a reasonable change you've made before without causing a major disruption. Um, and Salah and Mane a fit, or well, maybe it mightn't even be a regi. Shakiri could make the nod and Salah go inside, but one of those key squad boys gets gets honoured, and I think that could be the compromise between all positions.
2: And that that that's exactly exactly how I feel. I think I think the only two question marks in my mind are around the t- the two lads who are with Brazil because they're the, they're almost the two easiest to change. Um, yeah. for, New- for Newcastle. So for me, no, it's a, it's a, firstly it's an easy sell internally because he's been playing minutes on the in the west coast of America, and then Fabinho. Well, Fabinho, you probably got to give a break anyway. Uh, Newcastle at home is is one where your shielding midfielder isn't quite as required to add. You can drop Henderson, then you can play Milner. You can bring oxlade Chamberlain in and play Henderson in the six. I just I think that's that's the easy one to do, and then they're both fit and firing. And, for Napoli the only, the only thing over there on the side of caution is that they, them two are probably arguably our, our best players so far this season so there's that consideration that that's the two that have travelled furthest are maybe the most integral
0: I think you changed the shape do you? This is where possibly we'll see a four-two-three-one coming back. I've just written that down. So
1: you read my notes, Neil. I think he, I think he plays four-two-three-one <laughs> again.
0: Go on, Crystal. man.
3: We've got another thing I can change my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
1: And I think I think I think anyway, I think he'll want to do what, a lot of what he did last season. I think he'll want to give Salah games at number nine, um, and I think that four-two-three-one lets him do that a lot easier than the four, 3 four-three-three. I think he'll... So I think, Shaq
3: comes in wide right, Mane left.
1: Uh, probably, possibly Mane left, possibly Mane in behind Salah mm. and get the pair of them close together through the middle of the pitch. I think he, if he's going to rest Fabinho, you can make a strong argument that he, he goes with two. In the, to, to sit in Holden midfield and sort of change it that way. I think at some point he'll want to start putting doubt in opposition coaches' minds as to what is the formation going to be rather than just you set up for four three three against Liverpool. He does it around this time last season. And I even think that, you, I, and I don't think he necessarily will do it, but if I was him, I would be looking at Andy Robertson and going, when don't I play you mm. ever and the answer is Newcastle at home at this sort of phase. After he's had two international games for Scotland, could be one of them as well. And therefore, you if you if you play if you were to change to a four two three one, there's less onus on whoever it is who ends up at left back as well, and it makes it a little easier there as well for him. But I think this will be what's in his mind. I'm not saying he'll do it. And then what opens up is the idea of who plays centre mid in the two, and that, at that point it could be almost anybody. Well, Henderson, Wijnaldum. I would think he but I think he'd have loved it if Kite if he felt Kite yeah. would be fit because I think he's where he'd like to see Kite mm-hmm. in a in a two. In a, in a four-four-two or a four-two-three-one, yeah, and then go from there. Have you got something similar down there, Dave? In a countdown, notes-esque manner. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll show, show working, me working, you. show like... you working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd, I'd basically just written down four-two-three-one, and yeah, I, it's a perfect opportunity to get Shakiri back in as well. And to
1: which... play four forwards, four-two-three-one. Yeah. Let them play four attackers and mm. not three. Mm. It lets them play four forwards, and Newcastle is a game to do that. Yeah, and I, I don't understand where Shakiri not going
0: uh, on Switzerland juicy. Why would he do that unless this is in the offense? Because
1: you'd want rhythm for
3: him, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd so, say,
0: please play for Switzerland. So there must have been some sort of promise made or suggestion that, and, you know, <laughs> Shakiri doesn't seem to work as well in that 4 3 3. And he's, that, you know, was part of the reason he's practically bombed out the back half of last season. So I think, yeah, I think the 4 2 3 1 and, and then the Salah being up top is, is the perfect opportunity to rest Firmino you know, coming back from Brazil. So, yeah, I think that's the way he's going to go.
2: My position's still so, <laughs> You know all these possibilities. So, uh, do,
1: so you think he rests for know and plays who? Number nine, Mané. No, he's not for you
2: know. uh, I Well, I, I. So when when does he play? Saturday. Saturday? He plays Wednesday.
3: When he plays, he plays. It's Tuesday night. It's four a.m. Wednesday morning. Very late Tuesday night. You could call it. So, so when's he getting back into the pool? Thursday. Thursday afternoon. evening. Thursday so he, evening. so he does a warm down train on Friday, and that's it.
2: It's well it's whether yeah. that's enough. Mm. You know that if that if that is enough then I think he starts um, I would be I mean I'd be surprised if, if that is enough if he gets back Friday, Friday morning oh, just because before,
0: though. he's played in yeah, situations like that before has, he did yeah. it with but the entire they, team pretty much well, for this, Southampton this this Chelsea
2: it's not one way you probably feel he has to that um, is my point yeah with, with it being Newcastle at home um that 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 for me is the only, the only question mark around around the weekends. I mean, we we while on when we go to away matches together and whatnot, we always talk about the changes in the team, and there's there's it's not that that many very often. It's one year, two but I I wonder.
1: One. But it was two seasons ago. It was and they went on got to the Champions League final, but they weren't quite the same force, etc. Mm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Last season, I think he changes a little less, but this season I do. He's already mentioned it, but I also I do wonder if. If he feels as though he's going to need to, as this is why I keep talking about January and February. That in the past, what he's done is he's had them absolutely tip-top in December, but he may well need to be a little different this time. Out.
2: We we know we've already lost West Ham, don't we? Um, in terms of the December fixtures, because of the World, so that's World getting Club dropped Cup. into
1: January almost certainly. Yeah, the
2: so that that will pile up. But it's it's I suppose there's so many wider questions around this. As how is he going to treat that that World Club Cup? Is he going to treat it like a little? Winter break and warm weather training because he likes fitting them in anyway. Um, obviously, there's there's one competitive game. Two, what well, there's two, but there's one. well, you mean the, the finals, yeah. the tough one, yeah. Yeah, there's one really competitive game in that. Um, so there's there's I, I think he'll almost have his lineups planned all the way through all the way through through that you'd, you'd imagine, but I'm, I'm struggling just to see see him past going past full strength for the Premier League full stop it's just the the sort of mentality I've had around his approach to the whole season. Do you it, not
1: think that Napoli being Tuesday night impact this? So they come back, this is my Wednesday thing.
2: Shot, certainly, uh, yeah. because I think Chelsea is better, but if it's me, inversely.
1: if it's me, I'm going. So, my, my point, Paul, my argument, and I'm you know, we'll see if we convince Rob, and it's the last and Then Rob listen the last person <laughs> he's spoken to. Is I'd make a couple of few changes for Newcastle, and then I'd be looking in an ideal world to go change for Napoli and Chelsea, and it'd be the Champions League team, and I would be going Champions League final team just goes bang, bang. You maybe do something with Gomez in one of them. But apart from that, I would be literally picking the, the, the 11 that starts the Champions League apart from the goalkeeper. So I'd go a couple of changes for Newcastle, a couple of changes to Napoli for the Champions League team, and then Napoli. that team plays Napoli, plays Chelsea, gets Milton Keynes off.
2: Yeah. It, it's, hard, it's hard to disagree with you. But I find it hard disagree with myself as well, just because of what I said earlier that you around think the he's strength. He's just of, going to commit because, well, just because of the strength of the group, and that—that that is uh, the Champions League group. Is I can't I can't see past that. Is that I know what you were saying earlier about do well in your first four, and you've got the last two off, but you can almost treat them as well. I, I expect us to do well in our last five, but the first one's a tough task. But I, I still feel he can beat Napoli with Oxlade, Chamberlain, Gomez, and Ariggy and I, th- I think he'll feel the same as well, is that the Premier League is just such a, you do not take any risks any longer because we know that 99 points is the average for the last two seasons, whereas I know I can go and get 9, 10 points
3: out of the next five in the
2: Champions League and probably be all
3: right. I think I think there's, there's two things I think the manager looks at, I and mean, we're guessing it's science, sports science again here. I think... He judges, he judges their fitness to play in the moment. So you look at Salah and go, he's had two weeks off, right? Because international break. So it's, so you, you play him. But then as you said, Neil, but what? But if you overplay him now, what's he like in February? And I think his strategy with the latter is to win games and get them off. He has hinted at that. Give them a good 70. Don't make them play 90s yeah, unnecessarily. So, I, and this I think is how he will approach this. I think he will look, who is absolutely the fittest and the best players for the job against Newcastle, right? And I think this will lead him to, 10 out of the 11 on the Champions League team and I do think he is. I do think you've almost gone for the Champions League team semi out of superstition and out of and out of a sense of wanting to be strong but I think he'll go. Yeah, it's the Champions League. Team. It's my strongest team. But my strongest team can have one change in it. Yeah. That doesn't make it not my strongest team. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not. It's not as literal as we sometimes talk about it as being. So I think he makes the one change. So
1: what do you think the one change he makes for Newcastle?
3: I think the Firmino one. I think I think Firmino drops out, and I couldn't tell you. And I I, I could just I think I'm going to talk myself into plumping for Shakiri because because he's I he
1: change the shape because he's never apart I'm from not, Barcelona at home he's never played Shakiri in a four three three.
3: Um, he, do, he does by Barcelona. <laughs> That's a <are> pretty good.
1: <laughs> or he plays in the midfield.
3: Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even going to go that far. And on that one. But he could play. He can. He can. He can mix that up anyway with with how he does Shakir in a four two three one or four three three. He can adapt that. So he might. He might change the the shape for that. The midweek after I mean, I think Salah and Mane uh, will be asked to play all three games, and then they'll be told you got the entire week off of the MK Dons ones. So that's why I think he's going, I am using the two weeks they've had off to have the luxury of being able to say to those boys, three together.
1: I'm playing them all in all. I'm playing them in all three. I'm just playing a 4-4-2 against Newcastle.
3: Well, okay, possibly. I mean, systems, I think, almost come secondary to the personnel in a certain sense. He, he wants the best players out there. Bobby Firmino gets rested one game. Um, I don't think there'd be a huge amount of variation in those first three, truth be told.
1: Okay, then,
0: David, what are you picking? <laughs> so... Um, Obviously Adrian in goal, Trent Alexander-Arnold right-back, Matip, Van Dijk, Milner at left-back. Because I think, as you pointed out, where else would he get that game at left-back? Um, central midfield two of Jordan Henderson and Genie Wijnaldum. Three of... <laughs> From on the on the left, Sadio Mane, uh, Oxley. Chamberlain in the middle, Shakiri and then Salah up top Paul, that's a lot of changes <laughs> that actually isn't it? Not yeah,
2: that's a lot of changes I like it but it's a lot of changes uh, Champions League final team obviously the goalkeeper is different I'm just going to go Gomez for Matup. That's what I, th- I don't think I think Firmino plays
1: Even though mata has been around for two weeks doing not and twithling his thumbs Joe
2: Gomez needs games um, and I think he definitely plays the next two and that's that's my thing. I think Matip definitely plays the next two. Yeah, I think Matip definitely plays the next two. So Gomez for this because he needs games, and that that's it. That's
3: my change. I think I think Gomez plays for England, and I think Klopp settles himself on that, and he maybe brings him in for Napoli. I th- I think he's going to make. I think there's uh, every
1: chance Gomez starts Napoli.
3: Yes, yeah, so do. I I think I think Klopp's main thing is. He'll take the, the the mentality that we've said about not wanting to che- wanting to put a strong team out. So I think he'll settle himself to two changes, but where they are is anybody's guess. I can be persuaded on that Robertson Milner one very very easily. I'm going to guess that Firmino is the one near certainty of change for me, but I couldn't tell you if it's a Regi or Shakiri come in. And I think there could be one other change. That's the
2: reason I I wonder if that's not the case is because you can't because you can't pick it. I think he has the same dilemma. So I wonder mm. whether he just finds a way to go with Firmino for sixty. And get the game won. Maybe, but he's good.
3: He's a good ace to have up your sleeve as well. If it's not, if you're not going well, we've seen him have an impact. Different
2: level of impact, as a obviously we talked about PSG earlier. I think that's his only real impact as a substitute I think he struggles poor away he makes a big difference
1: I think he likes a 45 yeah. minute shout for me you know uh, I think he likes to come on and the uh, Super Cup recently by the way yeah, yeah. I, uh, you
2: just had me off there. sorry <laughs> he, no, no no he was, he was, he, he was, was historically away. a poor
1: substitute he was terrible at Goodison yeah
2: historically
1: yeah. a poor yes, substitute what a <laughs> I mean he, he wasn't the worst substitute at Goodison <laughs> that will always be James Milner uh, who came on at Goodison and, and, and I'd love to but if I ever got to interview James Milner again I would just do 15 minutes on no but lads how bad were you <laughs> to, him but as well, absolutely. That's, so that's when he comes on, wallops it, and puts yeah, it in the situation, yeah. and gets in trouble. But then he does score the pen.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah, so yeah, you know, yeah.
1: fair play to him on that one. But Goodison was a sight to behold. Uh, I reckon. I genuinely think he will want at some point to lay down his 4-4-2 that he used to play at Dortmund, and I think he may feel he's closer than ever to having the personnel to do it. And I think it may well be that. Shakiri and Oxlade-Chamberlain play wide and he he goes with with Mane and Salah through the middle and has this idea that he plays that little box 4-2-4 that he used to enjoy playing at Dortmund did a little bit of last season I think we will see that at some point from him this season whether or not it's Newcastle I don't know but if I'm him I want to get it in as soon as possible just so for instance the the feedback to Carlo Ancelotti for Tuesday night is he did just go 4-4-2 or 4-2-4 you know Carlo really? I mm. think that he needs to start to sort of drop that in a little bit, even if it even if it only comes out every now and again. Uh, and I also think that at some sort of point, he's got to find a way to play Jerdan Shakiri because if not, he's taking the piss. Even though he's not my favourite footballer in the world, there is some sort of point where he is a Swiss, he's, he's Switzerland's best player, for fuck's sake. Mm. He should kick a ball for Liverpool every now and again. There's um, a
2: lot of Premier League clubs. He'd be their best player.
1: Yeah. Um, Everton. Napoli. Um, Napoli away. Are we all saying he goes Champions League final team?
0: Yeah. Broadly. Yeah, I am.
2: But that, again, if if he doesn't do Gomez for I Saturday, think, then I, then I would agree with it yeah. that he definitely does it in the week. Did Gomez play at Napoli
0: away last season? Yeah, he plays. Sort of he plays he played most played of the Champions particularly League particularly well as well at right back.
1: Yeah, I think he may do so. I think go. I I think he may have a little look at not wanting Trent to do not wanting to basically do Trent for three consecutive 90s and at the, the stage of the campaign
2: for England as well?
1: yeah
3: I mean Trent gets 30 he didn't play last uh, I think the weekend did he. this one weekend yeah. yeah he yeah. started against Costa
1: Rica. I think he's I think also he's I th- like last season Trent gets 30 38 all comps so we, I think in our heads we've got like 38 starts not 38 appearances mm. in our heads because the second half of the season the side really settled down the first half of the season you know, and Trent plays his best football in the second half of the season. The first half of the season, he doesn't play quite as regularly. So I think it may well be one where he's, he'll have an eye on. He may not. He may decide that he wants Trent to be at home against Newcastle, which would make sense. He wants Trent to be away against Chelsea. So Napoli might be the one he settles on. And I think the same thing. He'd be trying to do the same thing for Robertson. It's just he might not be able to do it at this phase, or feel he can.
2: I mean, it's nice that we've got options. That's that's um, that's the one way to, to look at it. Is it, this is. We're literally having the show around the fact that we can make changes and we don't look um, so much weaker on the back of it. You know, I'm I'm floating the idea of Gomez playing this one, but it's not that I'm saying let's play Gomez because we're playing a uh, bottom four or five side. It's let, let's play Gomez because we've got Joe Gomez. But we can also go and play against Napoli, and you would imagine the transition seamless. I reckon he might rest
1: Henderson
3: for Napoli. Henderson. Yeah would not be surprised. We can always talk ourselves into the odd. No, 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 no. it's, no, no, but you're it's wrong.
1: important. I mean, Henderson no, you're got thirty. Wrong. Henderson only started thirty games last season. Yeah. Fabinho started twenty nine. I expect him to increase that. Milner started thirty one. I expect him to possibly decrease that, but you never know. Yeah. And Wijnaldum started forty three. But we all know that Wijnaldum went off the boil a little bit towards Wijnaldum the second half. More. So I genuinely, th- I think the idea of Will he'll, he'll definitely play Henderson. I think he might not. I think but, every so. Chance do he you play
2: Wijnaldum till he's till he's not in form? Is that is that what you're saying? Because I don't know. We've been having a lot of. Chat about this recently um, is that he's always the first one in people's minds that that he falls out when Alden. But as you said, Henderson starts 13 when Alden starts forty-three. I think you,
1: I think you play Alden possibly until you've got Kite back available, and then it becomes a little easier to rest yeah, Winaldom. And uh, because I think at the minute, I think he sees that right-hand berth is between Henderson and oxlade Chamberlain. Uh, and the start of the season, I think Henderson will get more. But it wouldn't surprise me if second half of the season, maybe oxlade Chamberlain comes in a little bit more than you might think around December, January, and then Henderson comes back in. I wouldn't surprise me if he does something like that. But I think I, I think that at the minute, with Alden Kaiser on the left hand side, Milner doing a bit of it all sorts all over the place, and different people dipping in and out for Fabinho. But I I think you know if you remember that Henderson only starts thirty games, mm. then the idea he's playing all of Newcastle, Napoli, and Chelsea. When, there's, when there are other options, does to me feel a little bit like, well, that, that goes against the evidence of what we saw last season.
3: There are two, there are two distinct Henderson seasons in a way last season. I, I think it's before and after the positional change and it's carried over into this season. I think he's better, more influential now. And I think it's not just the positional change. I think he made a personal decision to go up a gear and you can see it in his performance in the Champions League final. That's not to say he doesn't require rotating and resting, but I wonder if in Klopp's mind... Although he was always near the top of the pecking order, if he's just a, not that bit more pivotal now, but that, but by, notwithstanding that, I think we're forgetting Klopp is the biggest signifier of what will happen in this phase. He said before the Burnley game what he would do, and I think we should probably trust him at his word. And, and his words were before Burnley: "I won't make many, I won't make many, if any changes for this. I want players in rhythm. I want consistency." Going after the international break is a totally different story. It, he, I thought it was a, a major hint that he has he'd written as we're doing now he'd written out these teams two weeks ago and I think probably the, the, the changes we're surmising are more likely to happen than not.
1: Uh, David, do you think it will just be the Champions League final team against Napoli? Or well, with obviously with the goalkeeper change, maybe Gomez dropped in somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think I I, I just think I know we've had different arguments about it, but I, I genuinely just think he will want to just try and get three points on board there. It's it's you know, just sets you up so nicely in both the league and the Champions League if you get three points there or or even a point. Or, and also, he'll I think he'll want to play better than they did there last season because they were absolutely dreadful uh, in that game. They, they deserved to lose it earlier than they did, to be honest. Hmm. Um, so maybe that'll be part of his thinking as well, is to sort of make a point and, and sort of get that, that game, you know, go to Naples away and, and, and put on a good performance and win.
1: So, yeah, I, I think he's going to go very strong for that one. Uh, just out of just just to clarify last season uh the midfield three for Tottenham um straight first one back was Wijnaldum milner Keita. Uh then for Paris Saint-Germain uh, Henderson comes in for Kaita and then for Southampton at home the next game and these are similar-ish games um, it, Liverpool then play 4-2-3-1 uh, with Firmino in behind with Shakiri on one flank but it's the game where he plays Shaqiri for an, half against Southampton and subs him, uh, and he goes with Henderson and Wijnaldum in centre midfield uh, for the game against Southampton uh, and that's what he does across them so that then leads us into Chelsea um, Chelsea away Paul Again, do you think it, it is the Champions League final team? Do you think he may look at doing one or two things a little differently? We have got the knowledge of playing them in the Super Cup.
2: Yeah, well, he's seen them so far, and he really gave us a game. Um, so I don't think he takes any risks whatsoever. He gets his best eleven on the pitch by hook or by crook. Um, I can't. Yeah, I, you've got to. That that that's that's the that's the most important fixture for me in, in that in that lineup. There, he's got to go as strong as possible.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's you say to that team, basically. Uh, obviously, you probably disagree about what you would pick in Napoli, but in in my head, it's sort of say, say to that team, give me two back-to-back there. You get MK Dons off, um, let's get six points in the bag.
3: I think in any of these runs, the manager's going to look at the most important game, the hardest to win, and this is the hardest to win of those games, of the ones you want to win. It's the hardest to win. Um, <laughs> the one,
1: this is where, where I have sympathy with Paul's points around mm. the... For me, Rob, you know, for instance, a point in Napoli... If you're offering me four points between Napoli and Chelsea, I know exactly it's how no I want brainer. them to be split. And I think that that's you that, that's where the, the the core the core line is. You offer me a point in Napoli, three points against Chelsea. I'm not just I'm not just mildly happy, I'm absolutely ecstatic. But does that, that influence you making subs during the Napoli game then maybe Massively. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 you know, I think more you are. than anything yeah. else. Yeah. And I think that's what one of the things that influenced them making subs during the Napoli game last season. We weaken with every substitution when we go to Napoli. Yeah. And I think that you'll see the same thing this time as well.
3: Well I, so so with that and with Chelsea being the key game in mind, as Paul says <laughs> Of the teams he picks, he picks his strongest team, the, probably the Champions League team in this stage, and that's the first team sheet he writes down. And every other one is a work back from that situation. So how do those eleven arrive in in the best condition given all prevailing factors? And that that's that's simply how I think will be influenced. And I can see it being, you know, looking back over the whole spell now, I can see it being two changes for each game. Most of them feeling so subtle that we don't really notice, like like a Milner for a Winaldum here or something like that, or a Rigi for a Firmino. Nothing that's going to make anybody sit up and take in particular notice. But quietly by the end of the three, you'll go, mm, actually about five or six of those lads have I've only played two games in a week rather than three games in a week.
1: Um, all comfortable then, I think, with Chelsea and then working back from there. MK Dons, I want to... I want to throw in the idea of the one thing that sort of strikes me is where I think it can be a little harsh at times, Paul, is in this game when you do the 11 changes thing and then we're all saying, well, Curtis Jones didn't impress me because um, Rhea Brewster could have done a bit more because, in that you do end up sort of, we talk about the importance of rhythm all the time and then we throw the young players into a side that won't have a ton of rhythm. I'm not, this isn't me arguing for Virgil van Dijk starting, but it may well be me arguing for Joel Matip starting as an example.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well. I think I think what you know everything we spoke about on the show shows just how we can make changes, and it's not going to not going to be so much of an issue. I mean, we played the Champions League final with twelve substitutes, so um, there's no reason that the twelve that were on the bench for that can't sort of make up an eleven for MK Don's, if, if you know what I mean. Um, there's it's it's not important <laughs> for me MK Don's. It really really. Genuinely couldn't give a shit, and I'm, I'm sure people. listen to It's not to important this. for you, but
1: it's probably the most important game of Ryan Brewster's life.
2: Yeah, but so it's up to him to make an impression, score goals, and put us through to the next one. So the next one becomes important. I, I honestly think if if you ask Jürgen Klopp Clapping his heart to heart, how much he gives a shit about MK Dons. Oh or, no, no, I think very it's very little. Um, and the, you know, you know if we weren't competing for the Premier League and we weren't comp- genuine, con- like what off, off the top. To, Two favourites of the league and top three, four, Got two three. for the for the Champions League. You 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 put more value on on the league cup and the FA Cup. It's it's the fourth competition. It's not important. It's it should only be used to get minutes in people's likes and see how far you can get. We could win it, and I'd I'd be annoyed if we went strong in the final if we had Bournemouth away on on uh, you know as the as the next game. I think I think that I think it's a uh, a problem for us. I can't believe that Manchester City went and won all the domestic trophies, but it's you know we went and won the European Cup, and that the fact that they won the domestic trophies might be the reason they weren't as stronger later on against Tottenham or, or whatever. Um, so no, I mean I would, I, know, I would just about play Brewster in that game.
0: I think if you do go back to back in the way that we were talking about with Napoli and Chelsea, with you know if not this exact same strong lineup. But a similar one, um, then it does at least give you the opportunity to sort of guard against what you were saying. It's just throwing a loads of kids in and making it difficult for them. There's still you give yourself the opportunity to put some some fairly senior players in with them to sort of bring some stability and you know not just be thrown in Brewster alongside Elliott and Jones for example. That you know it's making it difficult for him if if you know it is Henderson, Wijnaldum, Fabinho that starts Naples and Chelsea. You know it's James Milner, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain looking for a start you know Luka is ready for a start Adam Lallan is ready and for a start maybe
3: Derrick you you got 4 for exactly. 3 so already and, and you're and not even all looking senior at kids. players yeah and um, Dejan Lovren's
0: probably going to come in for a game there
3: so you go you go, go Gomez and Lovren i've done this pick this team several times over it's not a game for the kids i mean no. one or two and, and then two or three on the bench it's not about the kids it's that, about the squad this game that's what i was
2: talking about the champions league final four right. really is that because we have we have got so so many options like i've just Pretty much built the spine of a side there. It's only a fullback. You've got a you've got a couple of questions really because we haven't replenished a full-back. But there's an there's an argument you could run a matip in that game and it wouldn't be too too stressful if you wanted to use Joe Gomez a full-back and save James Milner's legs for the the fixture following. Or play him centre mid. Or play or play him in centre mid. But I mean we look we look well stocked there. You know so. Uh, there's, there's no this uh, MK Don's isn't one where you're gonna be sweating over the team. What I suppose what what the manager will be probably be sweating and is how far he goes and how strong he has to go in the future games. Say we got City in the semis or something. Then there's a real problem for him. There.
3: He's a positive guy, Klopp, and I think I think he will look upon this tournament not as. I understand Paul's view most of the shares with most fans don't give a fuck about this tournament more is this tournament is an opportunity and I think he will have punched the air quietly over getting a a tie like the MK Dons as opposed to a Chelsea at home where he'll think whatever team he puts out he's going to put a team out that's never played together before and will not be in rhythm that he has to accept before he even starts so I don't see it's a a consideration even you drop a Matip in here or Ronaldo in there How much
2: did you dread the extra 30 minutes against Chelsea the other week do you know what I mean yeah you know it's it's that it's that mentality for me. Is even that it's even you guys that are reserved. It, it's an opportunity to get minutes in the legs now, but it might be minutes you don't want in the legs in two months' time. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Is as as much as it it does present an opportunity for for us to go and win a trophy how, how much are you celebrating that if, if the finals cushion between two massive games or
3: I don't think anyone's. I, to be honest my, my my feeling is that they won't be thinking internally about that problem now they'll just be thinking it's a game but which doesn't
2: that, we doesn't this lead to the problem so like if you look at Wolves last year we, the last thing we wanted was another game in the FA Cup well, the last were, thing we
1: wanted was a replay I think it is a little different in, in the EFL I think it is a little bit different Yeah, don't, don't you think
0: I, I think that Liverpool could have made more use of the League Cup last season and, and, and the FA Cup as well. It was just, they were sort of unfortunate with the draws they got. At the end of the season, even though he's the Champions League hero, Origi ends up with around, I think it's 600 minutes. Shaqiri with about 1,000. Um, that is nothing in comparison to what the other front three lads were doing, which is... it you know you want to see more of them to be honest and, and these games are an opportunity to keep them in rhythm if you do need them in case of injury I think Liverpool needs to go further in this competition just because you know we named a strong team there we're, we're naming a strong team here of, of backups it's giving them regular games it's keeping them happy
2: but we've, we've had this season already the the Charity Shield the Super Cup we've got the World Club Cup you know if you're going to if you're going to go far in one you may as well go far in, in the FA Cup you know do you this, know City
3: benefit? This, they better fit a bit with likes of Jesus and Mares, I think, staying in rhythm, despite yeah. not getting enough starts in the league. I think it did help them. And even Sani who was playing prolifically cool. against scoring well, goals. We've already
2: spoke about the fact that potentially Genk presents that opportunity, that the World Cup game, the one before the final, mm. will present that opportunity. We've got we've got plenty of fixtures without sweating on the league. Listen, if, if we win the League Cup and the FA I Cup, think and the league 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 Cup and the league and whatever. I think
1: your League Cup problem becomes... I've I, I agree with David up until you get to the quarterfinals. And then I think we would have a, we'd have a quarterfinals problem, not least for scheduling it, uh, because hmm. because it, the, the, the game should happen when we're away at the World Club Cup Championship. So when do we play that? Then when do we play the semi? Because that'll have a knock-on effect to when the semi gets played uh, and sorted legs. out. That's two legs. I think that the semi being two legs really, really makes the competition hard to get you put your body behind. And
2: this, this is my this is my, my point. Th- same time. for the
1: manager. Also, the other thing I would say as well, though, is that it doesn't go to extra time anymore; go straight to pens. I've just double checked.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Look, changed that, that last that, season. Is that? F- in every round. Apart from the final. Apart from the final. The final, final. goes to extra
1: time, nothing else does, which yeah. is unreasonable. But you
2: can you can see me pointing that this is it. It's it's when you've had you've had that mad December, um you've got you've got your FA Cup first round at the beginning of January, and then we've been the World Cup Cup, we've got to find room for West Ham,
3: which has been rescheduled, and the League Cup. You have a room, but whose room? It's not Mo Salah's room, because he ain't playing. But what I'd say there, though, Rob... the
2: squad of 30. But also, Rob, the
1: the thing I I would say as well is you've got to train them. You've got to prep them for the game fully, professionally. What you can't Mm. do is say, you know, you can't basically spend the Monday coming back after after a Saturday game and then spend the Monday before your next League Cup game. going, no, we're not focusing on this. We're focusing on the League game. It's that's unfair. It affects on the, the manager and the coaching
3: team, and, matching, and that affects yeah. the players.
1: I mean, mm. it does. The players are still into training. We're still talking about this stuff. You know, we've seen what Jurgen you know, Klopp can do with a week. And if you're Jurgen Klopp, you might be thinking, well, I might rather have the week, but then simultaneously he owes it to the players to give them the best possible chance of winning the individual games and progression. I don't think it is an easy one. And as I say, it is week commencing the 16th of December, the quarters, and then the semifinals is week commencing the 6th of January. So if we don't get, um, if we don't, uh, if we got all the way to the quarterfinals, realistically, we'd have to play the quarterfinal, the week commencing, the semi-final. First leg, then we'd have to do the semi-final. Second, first leg. I don't know when, and we probably wouldn't. You know, we'd have a knock-on effect into February if we actually got a run in the thing.
2: I I, I
3: rest my case. (laughs) You're on it's. It's a real problem. The league cup. Time.
2: What a bastard! But hang on a (laughs)
3: second. (laughs) Man City. Man City actually used it and finished. I mean, okay, they're getting. They didn't have the World Cup cup No,
2: they didn't have
3: that. It's only two games though. It is, but it's it's
2: it's the World Cup cup was in November. I could I'd feel a little bit softer about the League Cup the fact it's when things are mad anyway
3: it's, a, it's but in sense, and I want to win that in you a know? sense there's a perverse logic to this though because you either win or you either want to win it to use the next game to give players a game in case which case use those players win it and if they go through you can do it again if you get to the point whereby you think this could seriously impact on your first team squad and your plans for the season then go out of it but the, the but you re- don't get to choose like well, the players
1: you, still want to win i know chiaki's not going on the pitch thinking fucking hell, the, the gaffer's told us an easy 3-2 here make it look interesting but cock up last the manager you <laughs> can
3: take more more and more risks or, or yeah, different types of risks I, I, I think it is an issue, and I think when I, I don't disagree with the idea that it can focus the club on something that isn't important in a week, it's building towards something else. But at the same token, I'm I'm think it's more of an issue in seasons where our focus is less binary. In seasons like that, that we're in the south, we face Southampton in that semi final, but it's between that and finishing fourth, and we got to take that semi final felt like a big semi final because we want that was a See, trophy. I, I agree you know? with that,
1: but literally, when do we play the game? If we get to the semi-final, when do we play the quarter-final?
3: Well, it's going to happen and it's not going to... Uh, and it might... And although, notwithstanding the argument about everybody's focus in a midweek being changed, we're still going to be able to make 10 changes. Nothing stops that being an option. And I still think that could be an option. I don't know. Look, also, we're talking about as though we're going to go all the way in the we're domestic competition. And might... K
1: Dons could do us. Yeah, they could we could play really well. We could have a bit of a. We could have a bit of a mare at the back. Suddenly we're one 0 down. Penalty decision goes against us. It's two nil. Well, yeah, Everton... Someone Someone laps one in from twenty five yards. It's three nil. We're all. Do you know the nightmare scenarios
3: in, the, in these competitions, which we only nearly faced uh, two seasons ago? We get the Blues, and that, that and, and Everton or Anfield. And you go, oh Jesus! I wanted to make ten changes. We've got to make ten changes, but they are going to celebrate it like it's nineteen ninety nine. Even if we make, even if we've got Curtis Jones in goal, they are going to go nuts. I mean, the only time we had that dilemma properly was Jan, beginning of January, when Van Dijk made his debut, and we didn't make the changes, did we? We went first team more or less. That would be a, the horns of a dilemma.
1: <laughs> we find ourselves in the horns of a dilemma there.
2: Yeah, Neil. So you've got uh, semifinal, <laughs> <Here we> go. <laughs> semi-finals. I've looked it up. I've looked it up semi-final, today. second leg. We commence on the 27th of January. That's in between Wolves away. Uh, sorry. Um, it's, fourth, it's Wolves away, away, fourth of round of the, home, of the cup if we've got that. And then, well, yeah. if, in January, you've got Tottenham, uh, Tottenham away, Manchester United, the home, Wolves away. I'm playing Rod, Rod goal in goal Against MK Dons That's That's right, right. Believe, He needs minutes Can't believe Rod Hall's getting a run out He needs minutes <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now now
1: uh, let, and also one for the teenagers there well good luck to the best luck to the overseas listeners uh, on that one uh, looking up on the YouTube's, yeah uh, never get that back uh, indeed indeed all right we've rattled right the way through the way in which they'll work uh, I want to have a brief chat SOS have called for people to wear independent clothes to the match against Newcastle um, it's more the idea that the trademark discussion rumbles on David the club I haven't uh, backtracked since the uh, since the summer controversy we find ourselves in this situation where it's just an unnecessary side plot, really, to the season, the way in which the whole thing appears to have been handled, it coming from nowhere, Liverpool not really having a PR strategy around it, maybe because people didn't even know. Um, it does all feel a little bit like one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing, and yet we still continue on the road.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is something that came up on the in the aftermath of a, a summer of joy, of, of Champions League victory, and the fans never feeling closer to the club than, than in recent history. it, it you know, there's so much goodwill around, and then this pops up, and you're like, "Ah, oh, right, actually, yeah, there is a corporate element to the football club, and it's not the best." Um, I just think, the they're, <laughs> they're clearly not going to just withdraw this are they? so, and it's terrible. Um, I I don't really know what I, I you in this situation. The only thing you can do is hope that organizations like SOS is just keep putting pressure on, keep putting pressure on, because at some point they probably will they'll have to buckle on it because i don't it's just not
1: feasible that this is that the end point is that they get this trademark successfully through it's only in the context of liverpool of the football club and it's worth remembering that but it's it is it's a really good example of of something that just is a bad taste thing paul i'm I can completely understand Liverpool looking at the amount of jar gear that wasn't done by what we can call the local independents at the time of the, uh, the, the the final. I can completely understand the point of view on it, but there is the sort of it's it is the bad taste element, and as I say, because there wasn't consultation in advance, but then they're ever tend to do consultation on the fly afterwards after the news breaks. That sort of stuff doesn't go well as well. Before you get into the principle of it, the way in which it's been handled is one of your wider concerns.
2: Yeah, I think. I th- I think it's something we've been doing well with um as well so that's where the, I suppose that's where there's a shame around it for me I, I sort of understand the club's <clears throat> position on wanting to crack down on count- counterfeit stuff um it's it's the counterfeit stuff that I don't mind I, as long as it doesn't creep in to the elements of getting involved embroiled with discussions with people like hat Scarf, and the badge over the word Liverpool and then then it goes too far for me so there needs to be some some red lines drawn. And for them, just to be a little bit a little bit clearer, the club have got to protect their brand. They're a big business. They're a multi, multi-million pound business. I go t- to Turkey most years and you'll see thousands of fake Liverpool shirts. See thousands of fake Madrid shirts? Yeah, you yeah, see thousands of, of and I think fake they're all Barcelona dealing the with shirt. it. Yeah. And this is it. And I think the, the, the issue for Liverpool is that they're not called Aston Villa or... Um, you know crystal palace one of the the, the named after a after a, a, city. Um, a world-renowned city a world renowned city a world renowned city famous for more things than liverpool football club famous for the beatles famous for for a lot a lot of a lot of other things so the club the club have got to be careful because we've been i think we've been good at improving our perception amongst our own fans as much as anything um i, I don't I, I, I don't get the the blanket you can't you can't do this i think the club have got to say well this is what and and it's got to be true this is what we're going for and Maybe you've got to make some exemptions or, or what? It's, it's, just been, got to, it's just got to be clearer.
1: There is a problem with exemptions, though, isn't there? And the exemptions can be then changed further down the line. And this is always the issue. The issue is you bring something like this in, and it might be that like you can say, well, these people are sound, but what about the next ownership? Or What about the next CEO? Well, that,
2: that's the problem, and this is why it's and got but to be clear. You've got a legal
1: thing set in place.
2: It's, it's got to be clear. So the, the club can only use it in limited scenarios is, is, what, is what I'm suggesting. It's not that John Henry sells... The club to uh, a shake or something, and then he all of a sudden doesn't quite like hat scarf and the badge or the Anfield wrap or other people who make merchandise mm-hmm. to do with Liverpool Football Club. Um, that that that's my concern, I suppose. And did the, sorry Neil just to, just the just the other thing is I haven't seen anything with a live bear on for a long time that hasn't been made by the club, and that was meant to be. Um, meant to be something that wasn't going to be made a big deal of, and I'm not seeing anyone making that. We can't use the use of a live birth if if it's treated in the same way as that. Then I'm completely against it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, the devil here is in, in in a lot of detail and legal detail, and I can't pretend I've read enough or been focused enough to have anything like uh, worthy enough opinion. But I'll just I'll give a tuppence worth. My, my wider perception is that they're trying to they're trying to get a legal sledgehammer in place that will arm them should any circumstance arise that they think is against the interests of the football club. And I get that, but they're, they're simultaneously trying to say, "But trust us, we will act in good faith, and we will not go after the independents who are not a threat to us and who add to the culture." As you say, the, the, and I don't know, as I'm not a lawyer, is, is can you divine between? The, the the vast counterfeiting conspiracies abroad, say, and a little local stand guy. I'm not sure how you do it. I'd it'd be really interesting if you have someone from the club to comment on it. I, I'm kind of sort of be, going to become one of these Spirit of Shankly versus the club things again. An enormous amount of respect for Spirit of Shankly, and more respect for the club than I had years ago. So I'm remaining. I'm not saying I'm neutral because I, I think I broadly trust Spirit of Shankly going about this the right way, and their intentions are correct. Mm. But uh, I, I suppose I'd like to be more expert on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is—I it. I, I don't want to—I don't know what to say too much because I, I'm not. It's
1: a legal. Pro- so it's it's also a
0: legal. Law, it's, it's, say it's a legal process, literally with qualified people. But, but for example, um, surely Liverpool are already protected against manufacture of um, knockoff kits, for example. On it,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, so that's not. So
0: that's that's not an issue. So then you're getting into things that say Liverpool on them. Now that for me is already that that rings alarm bells doesn't it because if it's not a knockoff kit that they're trying to stop then it's it's things like that you would walk down um you walk down the street in Liverpool and see the, the market traders with Liverpool 6 times champions of Europe stuff like that now I I don't if Liverpool gets some sort of you know legal obstruction to that I don't trust that
1: that would be enforced with the best intentions Okay, Uh, excellent stuff. Thank you very much to David. Thank you to Rob. Thank you to Paul. It's been the Anfield Wrap this week. Loads and loads of fantastic stuff coming. The football comes back in earnest from next week. Uh, Newcastle on the horizon and then it stops and it, it starts again and it does not stop. It doesn't relent right the way through into the next international break. Seven games, bang, bang, bang.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.